a lot of business owners are very hard on them, on themselves and they become so involved in the business that they don't see the good that they're doing because they're not taking a helicopter view of their business. They're too busy, you know, like firefighting or, or actually doing the business. Welcome to the Business Behind Your Business, conversations to help your business grow and thrive. Hi, I'm Paul Sweeney, founder of Predium Solutions, chartered accountants and certified business advisors, hosting the Business Behind Your Business. Welcome back to the Business Behind Your Business. And, and again, I'm joined by Rita Mora, and we're gonna be looking at part two of our discussion on the five pillars of success. Now, if you remember uh, last episode, we, we really jumped deeply into this discussion of what's a primary motivator and why people uh, need to understand what motivates them to have a, a really successful uh, personal life and, um, and, uh, and business life as well. So to make sure that you actually achieve your goals. And I'm talking with Rita Mora and, and Rita does a lot of work. So she's a growth and personal development coach with Keystone uh, Business Advisory. And it's great to have Rita back and we're gonna really look at the, the remaining pillars of success. So Rita, Glad to have you back. Um, what, 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 where would you like to get started with the, the remaining pillars of success? Thank you, Paul. And um, hello back to all the listeners. So if you remember the last um, segment we had, we discussed or we are discussing the five pillars of success to achieve your life and career goals. And we spoke about um, our first uh, pillar, which was you know, how to identify your primary motivators. Uh, the other one I want to talk about now is how to take charge of your negative self-talk. And I know we all have that. We all have that inner voice. I know I do. And sometimes I sit there and I'm going, oh, I don't think I can do this. Or maybe I, I'm, well, no. Even though I know how to do something, I'll always feel that, that something in the back of my mind is stopping me. And so we're going to discuss how to take charge of that. So listeners we become what we think about most of the time and it's that and that is the strangest secret as Earl Nightingale once said negative self-talk is the inner dialogue we have with ourselves that may be limiting our ability to believe in ourselves and our ability in ourselves and our abilities to reach our potential so if we're going to continue sitting there every day and saying, oh, I hate my boss, I hate my boss, I hate my job, well, then that's exactly what's going to happen. So we need to turn that into something positive. You know, okay, so we don't like this job, we don't like what we're doing, we need to take action. And that action is finding out what your motivators are. I can't stress that, listeners, enough. Finding your motivators is going to be a, a life-changing uh, life changing thing for you. So while our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs may have been imagined or, or ingrained from early childhood, we tend to believe them as the absolute truth. So when we're young, and they say you're in, you know, from the ages of three to seven is when you really absorb like a sponge. So if, you know, your parents told you something, that is what's going to be ingrained. If your friends told you something, that's going to be ingrained. So 
this tends to impact on everything we think and do in life then. And what it does is it stops us from moving forward and growing personally and professionally. So if everything was positive in your childhood, well, then you start going into that mold, which I think it's fair to say that none of us would have that. We all have some kind of demon behind or, you know, um, negative self-talk or don't do this or you can't do this or you shouldn't do this. Um, and just bringing back to that scenario I had where, you know, a mom's telling her son, no, 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 you shouldn't do the trade. You have to do this. So that child then starts thinking, oh, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I can't do this. I shouldn't do this. And then doesn't take that. But what happens is it's in getting ingrained in his subconscious uh, mind. So taking charge of this negative self-talk and limiting belief helps us to focus with a positive attitude. Right? We then come to say and say, right, now this is all negative. I need to start looking at what's positive. Once you do that motivational map and you find what is your motivator and what's motivating you, you immediately start to get a sense of where you're going and that positivity starts coming forward and you run with that positivity. So you were talking like about being able to take charge of our negative um self-talk and and look everybody has negative beliefs uh we, and you know they come from different sources so it is possible for us to make that change and uh, look i you know as as an aside uh, i think i mentioned this um in a recent episode when we were talking about opportunity you know 2021 being the year of opportunity i mentioned um um a book by evan pagan called called opportunity and, and in that though there's a there's a section where he refers to um you know, fear, you know, our fear is what prevents us from actually act, acting on opportunities that arise or, or acting on um, what actually motivates us. So uh, do you have any strategies for how we can address that, that negative self-talk and that fear? Most definitely. So, you know, that, that motivational map, right, is going to help you to bring out the clarity and your purpose in life. And it serves as your roadmap towards your uh, towards achieving your success. So whatever fears you have, and, and you know, listeners, I was there when I was working for corporate years. I had all those fears because I got to a point where I was, I was unable to make progress. So I felt, oh, you know what? Am I good enough? Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not doing this right, or maybe I can't do this right. It wasn't until Raj. Um, you know, eluded me to do this, to take this, take on this motivational map and address my motivators that I began to see, hang on a second, I've got to overcome my, my negative self-talk or my demons. It's all in front of me. I can see my clarity and what my purpose in life is. It's shown me and now I have, I took that roadmap and followed that roadmap to, to where I am today. And so I can't stress highly enough to the listeners that by doing this map, it will give you a lot of clarity and purpose in your life. And that will be the start of your roadmap. So do, in, in, in addressing our, our negativity, so we've got our, mo, our roadmap, which shows us what our motivators are. Is this where we start to talk about this idea of mindset? Yes. So... The next, the next, our next, our next motivator, yes, brings us to your mindset of abundance. So, you know, the key, the key principle for a mindset of abundance 
is to accept that there is plenty to go around for everyone. A lot of business owners tend to say, you know, I can't share my secret with her or no, 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 you've got to pay me a certain amount because otherwise she'll steal my, my, uh, my secret. But there's plenty. There's, you know, there's a whole ocean of fish out, of fish out there. There's plenty for everyone. Share your knowledge, you know. Um, leverage off each other. Uh, and you'll find that the more you give, the more you get. Um, so what does that mean, Paul? When we say that the key principle of a mindset of abundance is to accept that there is plenty to go around for everyone. So really, listeners, what that means is that for businesses, there's plenty of opportunity for all of us. Everybody can achieve whatever it is they want, be it attracting your opportunities, more wealth, or even better relationships. By cultivating a mindset of abundance, it takes time to do that. A conscious effort and practice has to be given to that. So it actually starts off with the focus on what we have already. So gratitude. Gratitude plays a huge part in it. Be grateful for every little thing that we have or for what we have. We have a roof over our head. We have a plate of food. We have a place to sleep. We have plants, whatever it is, but be grateful. And sorry, I just lost my train of thought. That's all right. Sorry. Sorry, Paul. That's okay. Okay, so by cultivating a mindset of abundance, it takes time and a conscious effort and practice. So it actually starts off with focusing on what we already have, right? Being grateful for what we have. You know, each of us has got plenty. Yes, we all think we, we always want more. It's human nature. But to be thankful for, you know, having a roof over our head, food on a plate, you know, a plate, a, a plate of food, a roof, you know, a bed to sleep on, just minor things, even your plants in your garden, you know, the sunshine, it, just be grateful. And by choosing to see the positives and focus on what we have, no matter how little, just be grateful for that. The more grateful we are for what we have, the less we focus on what we don't have. So the more grateful we are, the more we're going to attract. Um, and I, yeah, look, I think that's, a, that's another thing that a lot of business owners particularly over, overlook or forget about is that, um, you know, there are successful things that they do and they ignore that they have actually been successful. They've, they've probably set a, a too big a goal without having like little milestones along the way and forget to recognise that each time they've reached one of those milestones, they've actually done something successful. They've, they've achieved in their business. They've achieved towards their goal, their ultimate goals. So I think we tend to forget the good things that we have and the good things that we've achieved. That's 100% true, Paul. A lot of business owners are very hard on, them, on themselves and they become so involved in the business that they don't see the good that they're doing because they're not taking a helicopter view of their business. They're too busy, uh, you know, f like firefighting or, or actually doing the business instead of saying, you know what, I've got to take a step back. My business is great. I've created, you know, I've created something great. 
now I need to progress. I need to give myself credit. I need to be thankful for what I've got. And now I need to grow that business to make it even better. A lot of business owners do not, you know, say that or do that and give themselves a pat on the back. Always do that. Just be grateful for what you have. Yeah, and I think um, that, that leads into, I guess, your next point about um, this idea of having a, a healthy mind, body and, and spirit in that we don't often as business owners look after our own selves. We don't look after our own conditions, our own, um, uh, our, our own health. Um, because we're so busy doing and doing, and we don't take that time out. So, um, what are we what are we talking about? How does that healthy mind and body lead into that that mindset of abundance, or, or develop from that mindset of abundance? Well, you know, Paul. Um, last year, we acquired um, a client, fun enough, who started a business that he was operating uh, from his apartment. He was putting in over a hundred hours a week and, you know, just neglecting his, um, his little kids. He had this brilliant idea of what he really wanted to achieve. And while he had this idea, the funny thing is he had no strategy. He, he had no strategy to, to implement his ideas. So I met, he came to, a, he was referred to uh, by a friend. And so he contacted us. So when he came to us, he was on the verge of giving up. He just had enough. He, he couldn't handle uh, his business. He didn't know what he was doing because he had no strategy. So we helped him to set up his mission, his vision statement, and, and a very high-level executive strategy for his business. Today, that very same client has an up-and-running, successful business, He's, gener he's generating uh, income. He's reduced his working hours from 100 hours to 50 hours. I mean, it's still long enough. It's still, they're still long hours, but they're very reduced to when he started. But most importantly, he's got this glow. He's enjoying his work. He's spending time with his, uh, with his children. Um, and he's, he's taking a helicopter view now of his business. And he's, been, he's able to enjoy all the things that he was not able to do when he was working those hours. He was under constant stress. He neglected his health. So, you know, now he, he's now joined a gym. He's exercising. He goes for his regular checkups. He's even gone into uh, a class with meditation. So he's changed his whole lifestyle where he's now a brand new person, right? And now we're looking towards helping him to reduce those hours even further and creating a work-life balance, a proper work-life balance for him where he can now afford to even say, look, I'm going to go away for a few, you know, a, a week or so on a holiday and my business will be fine. And so it's really, really important. Another thing, listeners, is, is once Deepak, Deepak Chopra, Chopra, I'm sure you all heard of him, once said, when mind, body, and spirit are in harmony, happiness is the natural result. Having a good mental health helps you enjoy life and cope with your challenges. What does it do? It makes you feel more energized and leaves you better dealing with any challenges you may face. So your inner strength is your North Star guiding you 
toward achieving outcomes and living your life of abundance. And um, I hope, you know, the listeners have um, got a lot of value out of this year. And I can't stress enough listeners coming from me who, who was once right at the bottom of, of the barrel in my, in my job and finding that light via this beautiful, amazing tool called the Motivational Map. Yeah, that's great. Uh, thanks for sharing that, Rita. And look, it's something that we see as well when we're first meeting with with, um, with business owners. Often the, their whole reason or their motivation for going into business um, is very different to the, the kind of business that they're operating and, and what they've got. And there's this huge, um, I guess, conflict between the two, between their, their, their motivation and their goals and what their business actually looks like. Um, and we need to bring that business in line with their motivations, take the steps there. So identifying what needs to be done to actually create the business that is in line with their motivation, uh, create a business that actually helps them enjoy the life that they want. And we do need to be very clear about, you know, what is your motivation and, and how you actually look after yourself. Because we often see business owners that have not taken a holiday for four to ten years, and that and you, that, you know, it's not a good outcome for for you as a business owner. It's not a good outcome for you as a person or for your family. So we need to have that balance in place. We need to have that that good mindset there, that that abundant mindset. Get rid of that negative talk, and really look after ourselves. So have a good, uh, healthy, uh, not just physical body, but our mind as well. So. Thank you, Rita, for sharing all of that with us. It's been great to unpack those five pillars of success. Uh, if you missed the first one, then I encourage you to go back and listen to uh, the last episode where we really unpacked um, the, the idea of what uh, is our primary motivator. And uh, look, there's some tools on the Keystone um, Business Advisory website, and we're going to put the links to that in the show notes. But um, also, you can reach out to Rita through the website. And um, Rita, you're also on LinkedIn and, and, and social media as well? Yes, I am. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, and Instagram. Great. Well, we, we're going to put those links in the in the summary notes as well, and you can reach out to Rita um, through those methods, but I encourage you to have a look at the, the Keystone website and, and look at that motivational map. Um, it's a great starting point for um, yeah, really creating a successful, not just 2021, but uh, beyond that. Definitely. Uh, your long-term success, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Rita. It's been a pleasure um, talking with you and, and you've really um, nailed it here. We're talking about what's what's critical for, for identifying how we can have a successful year. And, um, you know, I encourage people to, to really delve into this and identify what motivates them and, and, and make those choices. Um, look, it, it's punishing yourself if you're staying in a job or a business that's not in line with what you know, what motivates you, what drives you. So um, it's it's very important to sort that out, to identify what motivates you and, and create the business that matches your, your goals, your personality. You've just summed that up so beautifully, Paul, because a lot of people think that having a passion for something, you know, can easily turn into a business and that's not the case. So before you, you know, do go down the path of just saying, I'll turn it, take, oh, I'm passionate about baking. Let me make that into a business. Do the motivational map. Let's find out whether that is your true motivation. 
Yeah, that's right. Because I, I could, you couldn't be very good at baking, but you may not want to deal with all the business issues that come with it. Because exactly. running a business is a lot different to just doing the the job. Uh, and if baking makes you happy, but this the whole business idea really turns you off, then then perhaps going into business is not exactly. uh, as a as a baker is not for you. So that's right. Great. Well, thank you, Rita. It's been a pleasure and. Um, there, there are plenty of other topics that we're going to get you to talk about in the future. Um, really enjoyed our conversation today and uh, thank you again. Thank you very much, Paul. I thoroughly enjoyed the session and I hope your listeners did get a lot of value out of it. But please do reach out and I'm more than happy to help, uh, to help the listeners out there. Fantastic. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for listening. Do you have a question you'd like our team of experts to answer? If you do, send your question to podcast at thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com. To hear more from The Business Behind Your Business, don't forget to subscribe using your favourite podcast player. Or you can visit thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com website.